This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of... Northland. It's like no. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gets kicked out of Northland. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, aka the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? This your man Dame going wild, the West Side landlord, the pride of Puritan Avenue. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. A liquor store legend, a corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and a David Ruff, another Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It gets no better than these four letters. Let's go. What up? Welcome back. Shop Talk podcast, episode 116. 116. Who are you, Uh, Man. Are you hungover? No, I'm actually not hungover. I know there was an open bar last night. Uh, yeah, I went to I've, I went to a wedding last night. Before you go into your wedding, I feel like if you have a reception and you don't have an open bar, you are a piece of shit. The least you can do for having people come out and celebrate your fake ass day no. is by giving me free liquor. I don't agree. It's the least you can do. Maybe in the '80s, early '90s, I would agree, but now niggas is not actually showing up with gifts. Or, you know how you go, you're supposed to give like a wedding gift and shit. Like, you can kind of yeah. recoup something in the car. Shit is not like that no more. Niggas are just showing up for a free party and free food. Oh. And I don't care to spend nah, nah, you gotta 50, br- 50 racks, essentially, for you to have for a free party. Like, no, nah, nah, you got to bring gifts to my shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Did they have a good DJ? Yeah, last night was pretty dope. Shout out to my homeboy, Steph and, um, and Jay. They had a, a, a wonderful wedding last night. That's what's up. And uh, a it was it was the it was the livest and the littest and it was just a lot of shit going on last night. I love weddings, man. I cry at weddings, bro. I didn't cry this all one. the time. But uh, shit you invite was, me to your wedding, I'm gonna shed a tear. Shit was lit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I forget what the DJ name was, but he was killing and shit. Um, so it was, it was one part where they had a uh, they had called you know everybody did they dances and shit like that. So they had called uh. Stefan and Jay to the to the floor and put the uh, two seats in there and shit. And then Meek Mill came on. Oh, I saw I saw that on your snap. <laughs> uh, I mean, on your uh, and then IG. It did. Meek Mill came on, and everybody came around in a circle and shit, and, and, and did the. <laughs> then that bitch just lit. It went lit, and they start throwing money and shit. I like dog in the money shower. That's a pretty cool idea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you get money. <laughs> Uh, they give to them, but it was just like super duper lit. My first marriage, we did like pretty okay off of the reception. Like we we made enough to like pay for the honeymoon mm. and had like a little cash still stashed away. Like man, I got one a of few the, grand. One of the homies and shit. Uh, you know this person too, matter of fact. One of the homies and shit. I was I was talking to last night. Like they just spent about thirty five on their wedding and shit. 
and they made about a thousand dollars. No, I'm like, what? No, <laughs> I'm like, nigga, anybody who came to my wedding, we're not friends no more. Like, what? No. So that's why I'm like, niggas is coming for a free party. They spent thirty five and made a G. That shit is sound like a loss, a huge fucking that loss. That shit crazy. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is what you should like shit. Because the bar costs a lot of fucking money. Oh, yeah. Open bar ain't, ain't no cheap shit. I fuck around like, well, nigga, it's a cash bar. However, if you get the family drink, that shit free. And I made that shit with the liquor. That I, my, <laughs> the my, man, my man got a uh, got a, the, the, the deal on 20 cases of Tito's. So we make, family drink. We making that. Go get the Johnson juice, nigga. And, uh, <laughs> that shit free. Anything else you want? You want some Patron, nigga? That, come out your pocket, fam. The Johnson juice. But, man, wedding was dope, man. Then at the end of the night, they brought out the pizza and shit and put the shit. I'm like, this nigga, my nigga Steph, this nigga out here moving work in Iowa or something. Yeah, I, I done been to some baller-ass weddings. Uh, you know this other couple that got married, but they had Ray O'Shea was the DJ at their wedding. Okay. The king of all DJs, Fair Ray O'Shea. You all right? Yeah. Um, so, look, man, everything was all nice and hunky-dory at first, but you know. Then niggas Did get, the ex show up? Then niggas get to fighting. <laughs> at the wedding? <laughs> at the fucking wedding? Yeah, I know, man. Kinda you can't take niggas nowhere, man. man. The shit hurts. You fight at my wedding. <laughs> I'm shooting you later. But see, the issue is when shit like that happen, everybody be so offended that you fighting at a wedding that everybody gets mad and wants to fight. Like, it's like a chain reaction. Why was niggas fighting at the Was it people in the wedding party? No. Just random niggas. You know what I'm saying? When you got an open bar, niggas get... That's the other thing about having an open yeah. bar. Yeah. Like, niggas start getting drunk when you got an open bar. Like... Oh, yeah. I, I mean, like, nigga, clearly I know. Yeah. Like, well, nigga, I got the money. I just don't want you drunk niggas at my wedding. Like, maybe I could pay for an open bar, but I don't want you drunk niggas at my wedding. If you get married, dog, I'm just, I'm just saying right now, if you get married, you better have a fucking open bar. And I'm getting washed, and I'm singing. I put like this. I think that wedding shit, the whole... I think that shit a waste of money. I personally, I know. here we would, go, would rather have a destination wedding, and yeah. the people who can't make it, I would rather just pay for them to make it because it's gonna be cheaper than me. It's gonna it's gonna cost me less than fifty grand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, fine. My these three aunts can't make it. Can't, I'll pay for them. It'll still be cheaper than me paying for. This giant ass reception for everybody who gonna eat half the food. Like you know how much this motherfucking steak and uh. Yo, that should be like one fifty a plate. Man, fuck all that shit, dog. I don't like none of you niggas like that anyway. I feel you. Like if you not in one of my group chats, you, we, we probably not that cool anyway. <laughs> Next time I get married, I wanted to make like unless my my wife wants it to be like a big deal. I just want to, nigga, I get married down at the courthouse, and we have a cabaret. Well, just hit me up. I'll marry you, actually, low-key. Pause. I'm a- uh, Yeah, you're an ordained minister. I got another wedding coming up in October, fam. Okay. Them bookings is coming. Hey, man, the bookings is here, dog. That's what's up. I got another one coming up, so we out here. It was, overall, man, it was a dope event, man. It was, I had a great time. It was good. I Uh, seen the homie Fonzo in one of the pictures, and I seen- uh, Necessary, getting yeah. ready for one of one of the pictures. They look man, this is small. Always world. look glowing. Man, this is a small world, dog. Everybody, it's six degrees of separation. And niggas be hitting me up like, dog, how you know this person? Or why do somebody hit me up with like, why you know all my friends and shit? I'm like, I just got to tell you. I'll be perfectly honest. I do know a lot of people because I'm a very noble type of person, dog. Noble, noble. You don't really hear niggas sling that word around. I'm a like very that. knowable person, dog. You know oh, knowable. I thought noble. you said noble. I'm noble too. 
You know what I'm saying? What are you, nigga? A fucking night at a round table or some <laughs> shit? I'm noble too. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just a knowable person. I'm low key to glue the holes everything together. Okay, man. People don't realize that, dog. You, thanks, Jason. I, I'm just telling <laughs> you the truth, dog. <laughs> thanks for holding this shit together Hopefully, for all of us. You know what I'm saying? I get my roses while I can still smell them. I need an appreciation. You sound like you're growing your own motherfucking garden, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? I need an appreciation day. You know what I'm saying? But uh, so with the crew, the homies and shit, like, I do think niggas need to get their just due, like, when they can get it. So I was, I proposed, like, on everybody's birthday, like, we should just go out and show that person all the love and, and all the support and the, the toast, the whole nine yards. Like, give give it up for niggas while they still here. Yeah, because now, like, these birthdays is different now. Because now, since I'm on the other side of 30, <laughs> like, nigga, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, though. So, uh, that's, that's, what, that's the plan, and that's what we're doing for everybody. Okay, well, my 37th is right around the corner. I get need for y'all to get ready to pay homage. Hey, shit, we turn it up, fam. Yeah. All right, man. So, look, that was, uh, that was what, last night? You know what I'm saying? This week, we also had, uh, Shining the hippie in here, yeah. The she, homie, she did a uh, she had a private listening session in the studio, and uh, we sat down and chopped it up with her. We actually recorded that that portion like on Thursday, so y'all hear that shortly. And um, we just had a I just had a pretty dope week, man. Yeah, and she she's about to drop a dope project. We got to hit the club, yeah. When she has her party, yeah. Y'all hear all that? Yeah, yeah. We'll give all, we'll give all the details of that. Uh, what else? I feel like I missed something this week. Fuck. I hate that feeling. Uh, so look, because wedding's on the brain right now. Okay. There's been a lot of weddings like in the past couple weekends. Last week, apparently last week was the uh, last Friday was like the biggest wedding day of the year. Okay. Because I, I, saw, I saw like a shit ton of Last them. week, I'm like, my whole timeline was at weddings yesterday. I mean, last week, dog. Okay. But speaking of weddings and shit, dog, and like niggas acting up at your wedding, like how how. How long would you hold a grudge if a nigga act up at your wedding? I'll be honest, man. I had security at my wedding because I thought some shit may pop off. So if something popped off, like how long would that grudge be, though? I don't know because for me personally, like I'll be honest, like I hold on to a grudge for like for years. Like I have a hard time letting shit go. Uh, If you fuck up my wife's day. Facts. Like nigga, we we not gonna you're not gonna be able to say shit to me for a couple months. Like just avoid me. I bring this up because y'all see this nigga Kanye and Kim showed up to Kane's <laughs> wedding. Yeah, off, this nigga Kanye shows up in the worst flip flops I've ever seen. I'm sure them some Yeezy Seasons 22 flip flops, and there'll be like 500 a pair. And niggas, I have to have a them. shoe. Fuck up here, five hundred <laughs> a shoe. Have you ever seen the skit on Saturday Night Live where Keenan does? LeVar Ball. Yeah. <laughs> he like $700 a shoe. Yeah. So he shows up in these flip-flops, untailored shoot, uh, suit coat, no shirt, taco meat out. And Kim got the, the, the skin tight, uh, leather, lime green, bright dress on. Like, fam, y'all got to get the fuck out of here, dog. They got dressed together probably. And, and like, like, they, don't, no, they clearly didn't get dressed together. No, nah, like, <laughs> they got dressed together and they was like, babe, we... We are going to fucking kill them. What's the wildest shit we can do? Like, what's the least, what's, what's the most shit I can get away with? Like, I'm saying, I'm sorry, fam. I will come out and escort these niggas. Hey, I had them two niggas get the fuck out of here, dog. Don't come, come, come out fucking wedding no flip-flops, nigga. Did I come to your fucking wedding in flip-flops? Hell, fuck no. We came in that bitch suited the fuck up. Now, 
Jaden Smith came in a white Batman outfit, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> no, like the full bat. When he went to Kanye in the wedding, like oh, he okay. was in a, a in an all white bat with the whole, the whole nine yards. That that's Jaden Smith. He can do that's what the a, fuck he want to do. That's a uh, that's a weird but, young man. But like, as for me, two chains, nigga, I came in your shit suited and booted. Everybody was nice. Why the fuck would you come like? That's disrespectful to me, dog. You know the wedding colors. You may know the wedding colors. You're like, why would the fuck would you come in this 1988 Miami Vice uh, suit, taco meat hanging, with some flip flops and socks on? Fam? I mean, because I'm a, I'm a star. I'm you not fuck Kanye was. You not though. You, Kanye's not a star. His last albums didn't do too good. I give you that, but just he's not. A, he's not. He's not. Let's he, just look at the overall body of work. Overall, Kanye body. is still a star. The overall body of work, yo, Rocky went up. And now it's on the it's on the decline. Like you're not white hot no more. You've passed your peak. You're still good. That motherfucker's still hot. Like, fam, you know. I just believe Kanye still has another great album in him. I'm not saying he don't. What I'm saying is you can't pull that shit off. Fair enough. You're very passionate about this. Not my way. I'm ca- you catching this fade, nigga. I I would like to come to your wedding in a suit with no shirt underneath. You catching this fade, <laughs> nigga? <laughs> and no, no no buttons keeping that bitch closed neither. No, dog. You gotta have dress code, dog. Because niggas who got to to to, to act wild last night, you look at their attire. I'm like, I can see why you acting this way. You mad? I mean, but nigga, like, I done been to some no jeans, no gym shoes affair, and still been throwing chairs and like doing doing some. I done stomped a nigga out in some horror bottles. Look, sometimes you can wear no jeans and no gym shoes, and you still look like you got this outfit from Burlington. <laughs> you, you dress like a call center supervisor and shit. <laughs> And we know how that did. Nigga, I know exactly. I, I know exactly know, what that outfit is. We know very damn well how that looks. You know what I'm saying? Like You're looking some, like a team lead when you come in this bitch. Even with your quote unquote dress shirt to dress yeah. like it's a it's a different look. You know what I'm saying? Hell and, these, yeah. and these niggas had that look. Oh, you know what I'm man. saying? So Kanye had that look. I'm not. I know. I'm not letting. This I mean, shit but Lil Wayne was in a fucking tuxedo and still looked crazy as fuck this nigga too. Lil Wayne looks like Sylvester Stallone <laughs> in the face. This nigga looks really bad. This nigga dreads have rusted. How this nigga hair turn burnt orange? Cocaine is a hell of a drug, my Jesus nigga. Fuck. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. That nigga might be on meth. <laughs> look at his face. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Them dog. gums start turning black when they on meth. Man, I can tell what niggas what kind of nigga, drugs niggas be on by looking at their hands, dog. <laughs> you made me look at my hands real quick. <laughs> dog, I only smoke. I only smoke. You can't get rid of the smoker's hands and not the weed. <laughs> no, you know I, I, I know it's certain, you. it's certain shit that you do. Your hands and your fingernails get changed forever. Or them jaws. Yeah, like it just don't go back, fam. Yeah. I was dating this one girl, and um, I looked at her mom's hands and shit, and she had like those type of hands. And I can tell, like, uh, maybe in the past or maybe currently, because sometimes she do some wild shit. Uh, and I was like, wow. I ne- we never had that conversation. You know what I'm saying? But we always she, we would always talk about uh, her parents and how they was wild and, you know, they didn't have the best relationship. And, like, I can always tell it was always an underlying. Because <laughs> it was you know junkies, can we say it? I won't, I won't go that far. Okay, because they were all <clears throat> had dealings with drugs. Yeah, but... Uh, one time her mom came to me and asked me for some money and was like, don't tell such and such. And, like, I was just mad uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Did you give it to her? I did. Was it a lot of money? It wasn't a lot of money, which is even worse. Yeah, you know so what you what know saying? what that's about. So, 
But I, 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 I like eighty percent of me thought I eighty percent of me believed the story and why you needed it. But the other twenty percent was like, I'm still a nigga from Joy Road and Evergreen. Like I know what the fuck is. Nigga going asked on. me for five, ten dollars. Like it was like sixty dollars or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, does she pay you back? Uh, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't ask for it back. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And honestly, I don't remember this shit was so long ago. So yeah, yeah, man, it's unfortunate. But yeah, I'm with you on the dress code shit. You got to get the. You can't. You're not sitting up front, and y'all looking like that. No, dog. And you can't. No, you're not can't. gonna fuck my. And it was at the Versace mansion. You're not gonna fuck up my wife's you day. See, you see any other pictures from the wedding besides Kim and Kanye? Yeah. I didn't. I oh. saw all I saw was him in the flip flops. No, I've seen like pictures of two chains. Yeah, I did. See like those. and him and his family, like they they was clean. They was looking good. You know, him and his wife looked nice. Kanye, I mean, Kanye West. Uh, two chains does a show called the most expensive shit in the world. Yeah, the most expensive shit ever. Like, and he really does find the most expensive shit ever. He be like, God damn. So why the fuck would you come in here on some bull? You know what kind of taste Two Chains got. Fam. Speaking of that show, man, Robin Leach died this week. Did he not? Yeah, nigga, I was hurt. I was devastated. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. You had to be what you was. If you had to be about your shit to wow. be on Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. What facts? What if niggas was fronting on there too, though? I don't know, man. Rob- I'm sure the I'm sure the uh, the Caucasoids was fronting too sometimes. Robin Leach was on Two Change, so. Word. Yeah. yeah, I think I saw that on World Star. Yeah, he was on Two Change <laughs> shit. These niggas was eating caviar, living good. What was the line? Caviar wishes, champagne wishes, and caviar dreams. Like, no, for real though. Like that show. Like was- that was Instagram before Instagram. Like that show probably fucked a lot of people up, man. I used to look forward to watching that shit. What I mean is that, like, because the lifestyles of the rich and famous is what it was called. And that get can embed it in your brain. Like, nigga, this is the lifestyle that I want. I want to be rich. I want to be famous. I want to live this lifestyle. So as a kid, we What's grew up. What's wrong with that? What I'm, what I'm saying is as a kid, we grew up looking at that shit. And I think that's why some of these people are so addicted to this, this fame and this stardom. Because you think, like, that's real life for the average celebrity. And that's not. It's real life for somebody. Shit, MTV Cribs wasn't even real life. Nah, it wasn't. A good fifteen percent of that shit was like real. Niggas life. was renting houses, yeah. and so I wonder yeah. on the lifestyles and riches famous because you, how would you would have uncovered that they rented this house? Like now, niggas got internet and ads and shit. Yeah. Like it'll be harder to. I don't know, man. I don't want to blemish with Robin. Robin Robin ain't got nothing to do with that. It wasn't the producers of MTV who was setting this shit up. Like as a rapper, you wanted to be on this show, so you went and rented your crib and said, "Hey, y'all can come to my shit." Like Robin Leach is the man. Yeah. No matter what. Nigga, that show was fucking excellent. It was. It was. I wonder if you can catch the reruns of that shit or something. I'm just, it's gotta be on Hulu or some shit. Like they should I would watch this shit now. They should re air that shit, dog. Yeah. You gotta you gotta be able to or if some streaming service doesn't have it, we just gave y'all the idea. Facts. Maybe I should not have. Uh Man, one thing that was uh, last week, man, I forgot to talk. It was on our list, but we didn't talk about the shit last week. Uh, last week was the 15-year anniversary of the blackout of 03. Okay. And uh, I meant to ask everybody that was here, like, where was you at when that blackout happened? And, I you know, vividly I remember. remember what I was at work on my lunch break when the blackout happened. I was about to go get gas, and I'm just thinking, like, all right, this shit will go back up in a few minutes. And it didn't. I didn't have enough gas to make it back to work. I parked in Myers parking lot, walked back to the spot, and like once I got back to work and I saw that like 
there was no power and the computers and shit was out. I was like, oh, this shit for real. Yeah. Like, this official. I had to catch a ride to somebody else's house. My old dude came to pick me up. I was like 30 minutes from the crib. So he he came to pick me up because I didn't have enough gas to make it back to Detroit. And, nigga, I stayed with my parents for the weekend. Man. And I remember my oldest son had just been born. Like, he was still, shit, he was still on bottles and shit, bottles and regular formula and shit. Mm. And we posted up with my people for, like, what you the think rest was, of the weekend. What you think was going on? Nigga, I thought that was, like, the end. Because uh, this was 2003, so it was two years after 9-11 and shit. Yeah, I, I for sure thought, like, oh, they didn't hit the electricity. Like, it's about to go down. So I was working in... Um, Dearborn Heights, Dearborn, Dearborn Heights. I was working at <clears throat> Comp USA at the time and shit. And uh, about three, about three, four o'clock in the afternoon and shit. All the I was getting off at five. Uh, all the lot, and I had to go to work. I was working there and I working at Sears. I used to have two and three jobs at the time. Uh, it used to be me. Um, and I was going to work at like uh, I had to go to work at six that day, but I got off at five. It was like four, and all the lights and shit went out. So you know what I'm saying? We just kind of like chilling and shit. You know what I'm saying? I worked in a tech shop with the computers and shit, and I'm like, fuck, I hope this shit ain't fuck everybody's shit up, because you like middle diagnostic, and the power just turned off like, you can fuck around and fry all them shits. Yeah. And um, it was uh, some Arab dudes that worked there. There's one of them, one particular, when the lights and everything went out, the nigga just got really, really nervous, and he started crying. And then that made everybody else nervous. Now, we should not have been as alert as we, but it was like, we was force fed that like something was wrong. Yeah. With y'all. You know what I'm saying? And he just started being nervous. He started crying and shit. And we was like, fuck us up with this shit, dog. Cause when the lights ain't come back on and then you specifically acting all weird and shit, we was like, what's up, man? He's like, I just want to make sure my family's okay. I'm like, what you mean by that? Like what? I don't, I don't understand. And he's like, well, uh, they were flying somewhere or such and such. I'm like, the shit just get, it started. It, it irked the fuck yeah. out of me. You know yeah, what I'm I saying? Think. It was just, it was, everybody was just looking at each other and wasn't nobody saying it, but everybody was saying it like. Y'all done flew into something. <laughs> you like, like, I feel you. So, you know what I'm saying? We get back to the hood, get back to the crib. We find out this shit's not coming back home. So we get back to the motherfucking crib and shit. And uh, like I stayed on Drew and Evergreen and shit. All the motherfucking gas stations was out. Like only time, only people who had like gas and shit. If you had one of the older pumps and shit, and it was an older pump on, at the BP on the corner of Evergreen and Warren, and niggas out there trying to get gas, the gas jumped up to five dollars a gallon, which is still high today. Cause what gas three dollars? Yeah, you know what I'm like saying? Like two eight, two eighty nine, two ninety. Yeah, but back then, nigga, gas was like a dollar fifty, dollar forty nine or some shit. How bad you want to get there? Gas jumped up to five dollars, and then the line to get gas was from Evergreen and Warren down to like Sawyer, damn near Tyreman. Like that's damn near a mile. Yeah. And niggas out there, the shit looked at mad. Wow, I'm thinking like, what the fuck is going on? And uh, so niggas was uh, we went to the homies' crib. A couple of my homies is barbers and shit. And I was like, damn, what happened with y'all niggas at the shop? Like niggas mid hair cut just fucked up. You know what I'm saying? You can get the wireless boys that wasn't like out like that back then. Yeah. But if I was like giving you a ball fade, you got the mad Timmy right yeah. now. <laughs> you got the mad Timmy. So one of the homies and shit was actually mid haircut. So I had this little joint in the car that you can plug into your uh, the car lighter and you can plug a real plug in that bitch. So I had that motherfucker running from the driveway uh, up to one of the windows inside of the motherfucking crib with the lights like. We just thought, like, all right, man, we about to shit. 
all the power out. We about to hook, hang out, drink. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was they were smoking and shit. But that shit just didn't come back on that night. <laughs> and it didn't come back on the next day. But w- that's when shit really got real though, because at night it was pitch black. Yeah. And it was like, all right, at first this shit was like funny and we was just playing around, but like this shit ain't safe no more. Cause like even if you do if you the nigga on the block with a generator, everybody looking at your fucking house because you don't even want lit up. Yeah. Like now it's like, oh, y'all niggas can't see me? Oh, we about to break in some shit. A nigga start fucking with stores and shit like that. Like that shit kinda that shit got wild. And the whole eastern the eastern seaport, whatever the fuck they call that shit. That shit was all East, like it was like the circuit board. Either way it go, like that was a fucking fucked up few days. Uh them niggas turned that power off. It was a test. And you know, everybody in Michigan wasn't without power. I didn't I knew like certain pockets because like we'd have to call into the job every day. To see like if power was on and they expected you to come to work if the job got power. So like the next day I called and it was like, yeah, we on. It was a, like out in Brighton was an area that didn't lose power and there was another spot in Michigan. I'm like, I don't understand how the whole this side of the East Coast can lose power and y'all niggas don't. Allegedly they own a different uh, a power grid. Power grid, yeah. It was a fucking setup. Facts. All I remember is like the weekend was cool because like. You got to you had to commune with people. Yeah. Shit. I had to barbecue with Facts. niggas because I may have food and you got charcoal and lighters. Like we need each other. I definitely thought it was some some terrorist shit or the niggas was that was a test. Like we about to we know how the niggas act. I thought they were storming the White House or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> like when the lights come back on, wouldn't it's gonna the, be wouldn't be the first time. It was gonna be a <laughs> Cobra Commander. <laughs> so, Side note, random, like, we ain't never, we ain't won all the wars. Like, niggas burnt the White House down, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's some wild shit. They just glaze over that shit in history. Like, niggas burnt the White House down, fam. It can happen. <laughs> what, what was that movie that came out, like, a few years ago, like, like when niggas took took the White House, was it White, White House, House down? Nigga, they dropped, like, two of the movies, like, what y'all trying to tell us, nigga? <laughs> They made it look fairly simple. Like they had could, the one with uh Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Then they had the one with the dancing nigga, uh, the Magic Mike nigga. What's his name? Channing Tatum. Yeah, him. Was that the same one with Mike? He was. Is it, he was the Jamie Foxx one? I don't know. But they did drop like two movies like that back to back. But they made it look fairly simple. That like damn, you like, just hit the gates and I'm right. Like, fam, why is it this easy to get in the fucking White House? <laughs> like shit, nigga. It's harder for me to fucking. Getting the Gucci store in Somerset than it is a. You can't even jump the gate at the White House. Mm. I've been in front of the White House, like right in front of that gate. And Mm -hmm. I thought, like, unless one of these single moms with the stroller is not really a single mom with the stroller, like, what's stopping me from jumping over this bitch? Secret Service will be there in about 10 seconds. Yeah, but. You can't can't get over the gate at the White House. Niggas have landed uh, on parachutes on top of them in the motherfucking White House and shit, lawn. And we don't see what happens to them when they pull them inside. I'm just saying. They electrocuting your motherfucking face. <laughs> All right, man. Look, dog. It was a couple of things I wanted to talk about we, that, we, that was in the little group thread. Okay. Uh, what about this date shit? Yeah, dog. So, That's the shit I want. Like, <laughs> so Horrible Decisions, another podcast, which I love because they be, I'm secretly in love with Wheezy. Uh, but Horrible Decisions dropped a map which showed the average cost of a date in 
in, in the United States. And these numbers in certain areas are pretty fucking alarming. Shit is wild, fam. <laughs> uh, Michigan was, was straight. I think it was like the average cost of a date in Michigan was like $112. Dollars. Yeah, Which, that's that's fairly accurate, dog. When I, mean, I think when I think about if I go out on a nice nice date with a young lady, but I think this is like I don't understand. I don't know if they know what is the quote unquote date. Is it just that that's what we spent on dinner? Because if that's what we spent on dinner, one hundred twelve dollars is cool. All right, bet I can see that. We went to you could easily spend that. We went to jails or some shit. Both right, our, both our food. We come up to about one hundred twelve dollars. Cool, but did we go to the movies too? Right, did we yeah. did we go to like the DIA? Did we do anything? At DIA like, free as a motherfucker. Anything? Well, if it got a if it got a well on Friday nights, yes. But like if if you want to see an exhibit of some shit, you know, you yeah. Anyone, whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? It's not hella expensive, but I could see hundred twelve dollars in in Michigan, easy, easy peasy. Uh, all right, but okay. like when they was looking at Hawaii, was like two eighty. Nigga, Hawaii, no, Hawaii is two hundred forty dollars, dog. Come on, but New York. Two ninety seven. What dog. the fuck are we? I've been on a date in New York before. It definitely didn't cost three hundred dollars. Like, who did y'all poll for this shit? Because I do understand that the cost of living in New York is a lot higher. Yeah. You know are I'm y'all saying? factoring in like cab rides? Did y- did, what borough did y'all poll? <laughs> oh. <laughs> because depending on like, did, did you if you went to the Meatpacking District? Okay, fine, I yeah. get it. But did you, like. If you're in Brooklyn, if you was in Crown Heights and shit, you can probably you can probably have a good time for a quarter of that. Dog, three hundred dollars, dog. So I'm like, well, shit. Uh, I've never met anybody in from Rhode Island. I don't even know that place really exists or not. It does, uh, but it's uh, you. You been to Rhode Island? I have. I, my my mother's family. I I've said it before. Like my mother's from Jersey. I got cousins all in New York, Rhode Island. Like I've been to these places. It's it's a real place. Yeah, this shit may not be real. Yeah, you you, you also claim you have a sister and shit. But we've oh, said- shout out to my sister. She had a birthday this week, August twentieth. Yeah, like, <laughs> she turned thirty four. Uh, Rhode Island. It's a uh, hundred and sixty five dollars. The average date in Rhode Island. Um. I'd be interested to hear from, and maybe we can post this Jersey up. 260. No, nah, man. Jersey smells like asshole. Shit, nothing costs $260 to do in New Jersey. But that's on a high end. So I'm like, all right, fam. I need to to do other things. I'm going to South Dakota because for 3827, nigga, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> 3827. We're taking a, a cornfield maze in. Kansas City, nigga, is $54. Uh North Dakota is $42.43. Uh, Montana, $55, $57. Wyoming, $52. So out in like the uh, Southwest, um, yeah, man, it's popping. No, it's Northwest. not popping. Northwest. <laughs> it, no, I'm saying it, Northwest. It's uh, definitely not popping. No, I'm uh, saying you can have a great nigga. I go in that bitch with $100, nigga. I'm balling Nigga, what the, the fuck are we eating? I'm not at the Piggly Wiggly? Nigga, are we eating might, that Chick-fil-A? Think about this, fam. You out in Wyoming, nigga. That's primetime cow country. You have the best of steaks and all that type of shit, nigga. All the fucking cattle and shit. Like, you don't have that shit straight from the... Like, nigga, this shit was killed yesterday. This shit was killed at 3 o'clock. Uh, I it's, guess I didn't look at it from that end. It's 6.30. This cow was living two hours. <laughs> <laughs> this cow was alive a couple a couple minutes ago, fam. You might, you know, shit is that in abundance. It's like you living like in Hawaii, right? That shit is expensive because everything is imported from somewhere else. Like yeah. just, You can't go get like just go down to your local pizza station and shit. Well, you probably get pizza. 
I don't think the important piece of my nigga. <laughs> what the ingredients? Like where I'm gonna get all this? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have nowhere to get this shit. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? But like, I would be fish is at an all time low. Probably <laughs> we gotta we gotta post this shit on Ask the Shop because what what does an average date consist of? I, what does an average date consist of in these areas where it costs that much? I don't know, man. I think that that got to be the food cost because I can easily explain. Like we said, a hundred hundred twelve dollars here. That's easy. That's that super we easy. we dinner and drinks. That's it. Yeah, and we had a hundred twenty. Like we be bullshitting about the two hundred dollar day shit, but like nigga, it is very easy to spend two hundred dollars. Fuck yeah! So for an example, say you went to, you want to go on a day, you went to the JMB concert. Okay, right, nigga, that's three hundred dollars off rip. Right, because like when I look at ticket prices, I don't ever look at the ticket price as a single price. Because I gotta look, I'm you gotta take somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, shit, this is gonna cost me three hundred dollars. Did we eat? So let's throw another hundred and twelve dollars on top of that. So now we have four twelve. Like, did we drink something? Hold on, did you? You got a park, nigga, and Facts. you go to park. That's another. That's another fifty dollars. So now we had like uh, four seventy or some shit. Like, did we drink something? Like, I can easily blow through five hundred, five fifty on a on a Monday afternoon. Yeah. Like shit. And if I'm dating more, if so, men who dating more, more than one woman. Like, they a, like it's a bill. Like, you got to budget that shit cheap. out. Like, no, he not cheap. He no, got, you my third date. This, <laughs> like, I done been there before. We're like, you date number three this week. Yeah, that's why the two hundred dollar date ain't like the expectation. No, <laughs> nigga could be dating a lot. Yeah, I've spent my two hundred dollars on who I wanted to spend it on. You date number four on Thursday afternoon. No, we having a happy hour, and I'm we gonna make what, that shit no. stretch. Uh, Life is expensive for a single male out here. Fuck yeah, it is. It, it's it's expensive for a single man out here. Courting court a woman is not cheap. Mm-mm. I mean, it'd be, I'm not saying it's not. Not worth a woman it. that I like. It's not, I'm not saying it's not worth it, but it definitely ain't cheap. Yeah, it's an investment. Right. It's, it's a. I've had. There was a point in time in my life where I definitely had a budget just for dating. Not mm. so much these days, but yeah. <laughs> facts. Uh, yeah, shout out to that list. Who, who do you poll for that shit, though? You know what I'm saying? They probably polling women. Why? This They're not I... paying? <laughs> how the fuck you know how this shit costs? You ain't even see the fucking bill. Slide that shit the fuck over here. I just, I at least like a woman to pump fake like she gonna grab the bill. Like, <laughs> like stutter step for oh, that Oh, shit. So we was talking, right? So look, in the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Male, woman, hold on. Nigga pay for shit. He the man, household, blah, blah, blah. So what happened when it's two of the same sex in a relationship? Who pay for, like, so two women go out on a date. Who paying for the bill? It should be the, whoever whoever initiated the date is who should pay. I said, is it the nigga? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Is man. it the stud or is it I the like, film? Is it the person dressed more like a man? Who Come pays on. For they could be both not quote unquote studs, but like, look, yo, you got Tim's on. Like anything. I don't <laughs> you know. got Tim's on. <laughs> no, whoever initiated the date is who should pay. So in a relationship, when two, somebody living, when y'all living together, the man is suspected to pay the majority of the bill. I mean, the bills and everything, house provider. When it's two women, who do it? No, I, I don't whoever, have this, Whoever I, the provider is. So maybe one of y'all makes significantly, significantly. I know somebody that we can ask that we know in, within our circle. Well, it's a lot that of po- we can ask. It's a lot of podcasts that record out of here, and they have these conversations. And they have different people in and shit. I'm like, I'm gonna bring one of them on because, like, I need they 100 percent feedback. So if it's two dudes in a relationship, who paying for the shit? Like both of y'all the provider, right? 
Or like so, or this would this would make me think about that shit. Like, it's such a social construct is that when you change the 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 social construct, you don't know what to fucking do no more. I was just told that the man's supposed to be the provider. So when you got two men or you got two women, do y'all y'all don't know what to do? Like, what happens? There's still probably gonna be one that's more so the provider than the other one though. But it is like the, the playing field is probably not gonna be even. Does it make the other one a whole ass nigga? No. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to, you living in a, you got a bitch taking care of you, blah 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 blah. You know that, you know that. You know, I don't know if you remember my old boss that was gay, the white guy. At the at the at the spot. Yeah, I can't think of. Uh, okay, well, I had a, a old boss of mine. He is a homosexual man, and he, him, and his partner lived together in a very nice house out in fucking uh, Royal Oak. And his partner was the breadwinner. Now, my boss was making like six figures, but his partner was making significantly more. And he was the breadwinner of the situation. When they would go on trips, his husband would would finance the shit. And they lived like really nice. Was he he less, less than a man? You know what I'm saying? He was definitely the effeminate one in the relationship. Okay. So whoever acts the most feminine... Should be the one that's getting taken care of. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to, how to, you know, I'm just saying in this case, dry. like he was, trying to, you know, I'll be trying to break shit down to its simplest form. I mean, just make it make sense to me. I would, my boss is definitely like the, the feminine one of the two, but you know, his, his man made more money. So, I mean, mm. that, that's, that came off when I was looking at this. I'm like, well, who do they ask? Who paying for the day? I'm like, well, damn, what if it's, what if they the same sex? So, so now who pay? I don't know. I don't know, but we we got some Axie. we got we some people. Yeah, we got some people within our circle that can answer that. But I I don't mind if a young lady pay for pay for a date with the boss because I'm definitely putting out. Is it a stigma when two like I wonder? You know, it's a stigma. Like you, the man, you supposed to provide for the woman. Like that's the, I don't know because I remember a first date that I had a few years ago with this young lady, and we still still cool to this day. But on the first date, like, nigga, we, we went out, we had a nice time, drinks, food, and the bill came, and, like, nigga, she she put her hand out to the waitress and snatched the shit from me, like, nigga, just bossed up on me. And I was, you know, made me feel a certain type of way. I had to, to put out that night. <laughs> Gave her a championship performance. Thanks. I mean, it always it is always dope when uh, – when the woman that tried to grab the bill, I still, I'm still going to ultimately end up taking it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, at some points, it'd be like, well, you, you paid this. I'm like, I'm going to pay because. Yeah. And, and I, we, just, we had like a little back and forth about it, but she was like, I asked you out. I'm like, What's wrong? okay. <laughs> That's okay. I'm a, I'm putting out tonight. So. The, yeah. Don't, don't worry. I'm going to make it up. I, I won't make you make, waste your money. <laughs> yeah. I'll make it up. Yeah. Uh, you know, ladies, you take me out on 200. Two on another date. I'm putting out. I'm putting my mouth on it. <laughs> <laughs> first date. I'm putting my I'm, mouth. I'm on. putting out first both date. holes. Whoa! Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Wait a minute. Oh, all right. I, I took it the wrong way. Like, fam, what are you talking about? No, no, both holes. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like pause, nigga. Hold on, fam. Oh shit. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to drive. <laughs> Cause they ain't like your fool. Oh man, we about to drop. In. I was taking too far, <laughs> way too far. <laughs> All right, man, we about to drop in this um this interview uh, that we did with Shiny the Hippie. We recorded this live on uh, Thursday and shit from the viewing 
listening session. Yeah, yeah. And uh, nice turnout. Absolutely. We got to reach out to uh, shout out to everybody that came through, especially hashtag Eastside. We got to reach out to them because we about to have East versus this West. Eastside versus Westside episode real real quick. Because I didn't realize that shit. Um, I was going through. I had forgot one of my intros and shit. So I listened to some old episodes and shit. I'm like, damn, I've, I ain't used the West Side T'Challa in a while. Then I remember, like, I put my my face on um, uh, the Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, body I saw shit. that shit. I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, we got the West Side T'Challa, the West Side landlord. Fuck yeah! We got to go against Team Hashtag East Side. So uh, we got to think of if some East versus West kind of questions and shit. Yeah, and give us like y'all know, dang going wild on Twitter, Instagram, like shit. Give us give us some good East versus West. Yeah. Shit to talk about. Absolutely. Because the West Side has the best conies. One hundred percent. Like, don't even, don't deny this shit. And we don't use that slave-ass squeeze cheese. Yeah. Well, on some, some, on nacho. Come on, Jay. Come on. I I I haven't eaten no fucking chili fries in, I don't know, 10 years. So I I don't fucking know. But uh, sometimes the squeeze cheese on the chili fries and cheese be on point. There you go. Just a little bit. There you go, man. Give me slices. Yeah, for real. I mean, the slice is hot, fam. God damn it, I want some chili fries with cheese. But I don't know what's stopping you. That shit like vegan. That poison. What, what poison? The beef in the in the pork that's in that shit. Nah, man, ain't no. It's, it's just chili. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been in that same tin all week. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep scraping the crusty parts <laughs> in the middle and shit. And just keep <laughs> hey, man, if you, eat, if you eat Wendy's chili, you can eat fucking Coney chili. I'm not eating no Wendy's chili. No, no. don't. Don't. I think I've exposed that secret more than once. Don't eat that shit. Mm-mm. Anyway, though, here you go uh, our talk with uh, <laughs> Shiny the Hippie. For sure. Uh, so actually, we're, we're back right quick because Dave just pointed out that we did not do a Whose Man's Is This and we did not do Music Pick of the Week. Shout out to Dame because I would have forgot the shit again. Just remember, Dame, don't forget shit. My Music Pick of the Week is my Lies. man. <laughs> is this nigga boss, Milky Way. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, he's uh, MC under the J. Cole umbrella. Dreamville. Yeah, on uh, Dreamville. Uh, Dope-ass project. And he got the song with uh, J. Cole Tribe. Right now, my favorite joint on there is probably Purge. Uh, But Milky Way just dropped on the 27th. No, the 24th, my bad. I'm going to say it dropped in the future. No, no, it just dropped on the 24th because I've been riding with it. I I, I get my dates mixed up come the end of the month because I get paid real stupid. And all I be known is like my payday. Uh, but uh, shout out to Milky Way and Boss for just dropping. It's a dope, solid ass project. Good to ride around to. Good music, good listing music for the weekend. And you do have a who, whose man's is this? I do have a who man's is this? A respected figure. No, no, no. In the black community. No, uh, this is one of the two people that I hate with a with a strong passion. Um, I hate with the capital H. Yes, no doubt about it. I hate Jesse Jackson. And I hate Al Sharpton. What did Al Sharpton ever do to you? Uh, they're evil. He's a fucking federal agent. He's Al Sharpton? Yeah. You don't remember the video of him uh, setting niggas up? He works for the feds. When this fat ass was in a hotel room setting oh, up the Oh, yeah, yeah. Once an informant, always an informant. You don't like, oh, I used to inform for the feds. Now I just help black people. No, nigga. Once an informant, always an informant. Okay. He don't got the best interests of our people in mind. But he did catch a, a giant L this week, and I was happy that this happened. Oh, man. So let's go ahead and take a listen. Some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Oh, bitch. So in the words 
of my late friend Aretha Franklin show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Oh, bitch, hold the f- Nigga, what? No. Phonetically, no. he was trying to say. Nigga, listen. I'm a, I'm a fairly intelligent person, but I'm not always the sharpest knife in the drawer. And when I'm spelling some shit like respect, you know what I would do? I think about the song and I'd be like, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And that's how I will always know how to spell respect. <laughs> Was he trying to throw a racial slur out there? Like, hey, what? Al Sharpton about 200 years old, man. It's hard to retain some of that when you get older. It's just plain and simple. Hey, hold this fucking L. Who mans is this? It's Al Sharpton. I can't believe you about to do this. What, you a fan of Al Sharpton? Reverend Al. What, he, who, what church he no, at? I <laughs> what church he at? What's his church for him to be the Reverend? What's his church? The Juke Joint of Jerusalem. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking Fed. Fucking ambulance chaser i do not like that nigga dog at all it's no- niggas don't remember like back in the 80s where al sharpton used to be in like jogging suits everywhere he went and had a full fluffy shoulder limb perm yeah dog. i do not i don't get down with al sharpton i don't fuck with jesse jackson they both traitors to the race you don't see them niggas no more than now that obama's out of office they ain't really got shit to say they finished using messy jesse <laughs> uh I'm dropped on the conspiracy theory episode. Oh, I'm, I'm this nigga is getting. No, washed. no, I got some conspiracies about Jesse too. We'll oh, have to throw him back and forth. This nigga getting washed for the fucking traitor that he is. Oh, that's fair enough. Jesse liked to keep he he kept a low profile once that once that side baby came out. He started to tone that shit down a little bit. Man, fuck that nigga, messy uh, Jesse. Uh, Al Sharpton, Al Dullness, uh, hold this L. All right, who mans is this? It's your mans. And we back, and we back. That's when you start singing the other shit. Chance to rap. Fuck it, dog. You be fucking I was supposed shit, to start man. singing. I'm, I mean, last week you was singing like a month. But I was, shit. I was also <laughs> drunk as. I had a little buzz last Drink week. I'm gonna say, nah. Mm. I still got to drive back to the city. I live and we in Oakland County. Yeah, true. But true. I, I also have issues with my license, and I have a paper plate on the back of my truck. Be safe. Yeah. Be safe, though. I'll sing for you. <laughs> uh, but we are back with a friend of the show. Yeah. Hello. Um, Shani the Hippie. Hey, you guys. It's Shani the Hippie. Chakra, a.k.a. Chakra Khan, a.k.a. Maya Angelou, a.k.a. <laughs> Bad Bitch of Poetry, a.k.a. You know, I know y'all do the AKs. <laughs> so, look, I really, I like when people come in here. And, and they, they be, be prepared. Having, they be yeah. having their shit together. They be having their AKs in the intro. That means a lot. I fuck with that. That means you actually listen and you give a fuck. Yeah, yeah I do give a fuck. So, um, Y'all mind fucks home, so I have to give a fuck. Yeah, right? yeah. I can't be a fake bitch. Be yeah. like, and we oh, were just yeah. talking about it. Like we just kind of met organically through the gram, yeah. and it worked. Yeah, like as a lot of a lot of people reach out to us, and y'all be fucking weirdos, and we just be like, nah. I I, I won't call you know, y'all weirdos. I just say y'all. It's fifty fifty. It's fifty fifty. Sometimes the energy don't match. Yeah. With our current energy at the time, with their energy at the time, sometimes it don't match. I'm a fucking weirdo, but how, I'm just not how like PC a weirdo. That shit up? Yeah, <laughs> that was that was real nice. You know, you've been learning from my fucks. Some of y'all be rapping about bricks and bowls, and it just ain't gonna, it just ain't gonna be a good marriage. But side note, I actually have learned a lot of shit listening to my fuck. Yes. Like, well, shit, I just wasn't aware or I did not put the importance on. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, I guess this shit really matters. Or what I say or I like, 
I didn't know this was a thing. Like, apparently this impacts a lot of more people or whatever. So learn a lot about kale. <laughs> kale salads Pull up. and how we'll beat your ass with a kale salad so find mine fucked on uh, all your streaming platforms yep. and they're coming back when is season two going to sprout back up September okay we so right gonna, around the corner yeah right around the corner we kids ain't go back to school mine fucked, but back. mine fucked is coming back with yeah. all the schooling you know so September is really important for you it is. September is because September 1st is my party at L Club. We'll be in the building. From 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. Okay. The oh. Flower Child Day Party. And I'm going to perform a couple times, but me and all my friends throwing ass the entire now, time. I'll be checking out the the, li- the IG lives and the videos. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers be having a, a, a good old time. Yes, because none of us got kids. And you I'm know. surprised. Ring the bell on that one. Ring the bell on that one. No one has shot the club up yet. No, uh, niggas be shooting the club up, but they ain't hit nothing. <laughs> nah. You know. And if they do, we got a plan B. You feel me? <laughs> so feel like literally and figure plan B. <laughs> and, you know, period. But um, yeah, me and my friends were just all intelligent ass women who, like, you know, I got friends who are like teachers. Yeah. Going to school to be doctors, you know. I'm a marketing manager at an XYZ place. I'm not gonna tell y'all because I don't want y'all to fucking tell my boss I be throwing ass on Instagram. But like, we literally do tons of like different great things, and we be throwing ass on the weekends, yeah. getting drunk, throwing ass. No. Your event is at the L Club. That's not really like some regular shit that niggas just throw no. around. Like you know. Major That's artists a nice come spot. through yeah. and tour at the L Club. I saw yes. I saw Conway and Westside Gun at L Club with the locks. I heard him last year. Her come through with yeah. the locks. Princess Nokia. I seen her there. I seen Ghostface Killer there. Yeah. yeah, like everything. So like, I'm super stoked because I performed at St Andrews on May 15th. And now I perform. I'm about to have my party at L Club, and then I'm performing at the House of Blues in Cleveland on September 11th. Oh, that's dope! So I feel like when I tell people I'm the bad bitch of poetry, I literally mean that shit. And I feel like you, uh, because right now you are like on a promo run. Every time I look up, I see you. Like it's like I'm watching the Breakfast Club. Then then you on Hot 97 type shit. Like you, you, you everywhere right now in full promo mode. Yes, I definitely am. Like I definitely like. In May, I was like, I need to go on a promo tour and I need to do all this stuff. And I literally did. And I literally just hit up everybody I fuck with, like everybody's podcast, radio show, whatever I listen to, because I feel like you have more than you have a repertoire like with people who you can say, like, I listen to this segment, like I fuck with that shit. And as a podcaster, like I have to really fuck with you. To actually get on your show. Like, some people will be like, oh, I just want to be on your show. Yeah. But if I listen to your shit, yeah. like, I can really. It's fuck authentic. With you. Yeah. So if I tell somebody, like, yeah, I really love XYZ segment, they're like, oh, bitch, you're on our show. Here's the date. Here's yeah. the time. Can you come for that? Yeah. Cool, cool. And we just were privileged enough to listen to the new project. Yeah, we're actually recording this, uh, this particular session live from the Flower Child viewing session. Yes, and I really, really appreciate y'all for even letting me have it here, and that's why I fuck with y'all. Like, I know, like people be like, "Oh, like, um, um, 
I'm coming and like I'm gonna come do this here and I'm gonna do that here. But I really fuck with y'all. So like when I was thinking like where am I gonna have my listening party? Like who can I really hit up who will take me seriously? And when I told y'all last year that I was doing my project, y'all said when you do your project, come on like, back, come on back. And and when we say I did. that shit, it don't be like the the generic. No, that's an open door policy. Facts. We fuck with you. We fuck with you. Yeah. So uh, we appreciate that. And listening to it, like we was kind of talking offline, I've heard a lot of poetry albums in my time because I fuck with poetry. A dame is not one of the live spoken word type. Because I used to go <laughs> you, to you know, You know, I've, I, I've had I've had terrible experiences with spoken words. I just be glad. I'd be a little iffy about the shit. Yeah. But um, sitting through and listening to this shit, uh, and I'm not just saying this, this shit is pretty fire. Yeah, it was it was banging. Anna's Anna's got the beats on there too. Oh, they kind of shaking and shit. Yeah, I appreciate that because I made one of the beats and it got the Chill most out. bass in it. Okay, what's Warrior cra- Woman? What's crazy because uh, that's one of the ones that was available for download, right? Because I yeah, because I listened yeah. to that one and I if I would have that knew, and light skin nigga complex, yeah, I had both of those on my phone. I think they're still there, but I didn't know that you made that beat. And how did you make that beat? I made it on GarageBand on my iPhone. That's fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And this shit sound good, though. Okay. I really appreciate it because when I made it, I'm like, dog, I made a beat by myself. And, like, I never had any, like, any musical influence. Like, I played the cello in fifth grade. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't do any drums, any anything. But, like... I fucked a few rappers, like, you know, like, (laughs) like, I've, you know, like, been in studios, like, I listened to a lot of music, but my dad was a DJ, and he used to, like, DJ parties, he was stationed in, like, he was in the military, and he was stationed in, like, Korea, and, like, all these other different places, and when... I listened to a lot of music and a lot of beats, like Isaac Hayes, like, all these long-ass instrumentals, so when I finally, like did my beat like i was like really proud of it i was like dog i finally did something because i was making a whole bunch of bullshit beats on garage man when i was blow because everybody knows i get super high i'm shawnee the hippie <laughs> so when i finally made my beat it was just like okay bet that's pretty good that's pretty fire so my question is like uh most rappers always say like they first album they first project that they spent their whole life making this first project uh, for poetry, I, I, I kind of feel it. It could be different. I mean, has this something? This has been like something that you've always wanted to do. Do you feel like you spent your whole life making these, or this is something? This is how I'm feeling right now. Um, I feel like my actual project is how I feel, how I felt a year ago. Okay, because okay. I feel I'm in a different place now. So I sit on it for so long then. Cause you know it's a, a nigga some money to record it. <laughs> yeah. Like because I recorded my stuff at Assemble Sound. Okay, so like. If anybody from Detroit know what Assemble Sound is, like, that's a real high-quality studio. So, like, I spent real money on my project because I really believed in my project. So, like, when I was recording my project, spending the money on my project, I had all my poems picked out. It was just a different phase that I was in in my life. So, like, you know, I ain't a rich bitch. (laughs) So, you know, I still live on the east side. So, you know, like, you know, I put that money into it and everything. So... When I finally put it out and finally did that, I, I'm i just happy at the place that I was in for people to see me because I feel like it's authentically me, even if it isn't who I am right now. But I thought about my projects my entire life. Okay. 
but it changed so many times until I was finally able to record it. So I feel like it puts people in the mindset of who I am because it still leads to who I am right now. Okay. And I feel like any other project that I end up putting out will be who I was when I recorded it and so on and so forth. But I know I'm a dope-ass writer. I'm not one of those people who, like, their first project just going to be the best forever Mm -hmm. because I know that I'm writing doper shit. So... I really feel like this has always been in my spirit, so I can understand why somebody says, like, they spent their whole life doing that project, but a bitch like me got way more to say, and it's going to be even better than the first time. I mean, with artistry just period, it should always be ever-evolving. I don't think... I think once you start getting stagnant, then you kind of got to reevaluate what you're doing and if you should continue doing it. Like, the same Jay-Z I was listening to in 96... Ain't who Hove is now. You know, but he still puts out great shit. Yeah. Like the story of OJ Simpson, fucking amazing. I think I like this version of Jay better than the other ones. I like the first version of Jay and this version of Jay the best. Like they are equally like my favorites. On their, on their but they're different. Yeah. yeah. But they're very, very different from each other. But I feel like they're like my favorites of him. I get I get why you can say oh, yeah. that. Also, the dynasty. My little ghetto ass child mind loved that album so much. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. Like the <laughs> Dynasty was really my shit when I was a kid. Like I had that whole album, and I literally like you know I was like a teenage girl. No, I wasn't. I was like a nine year old girl, <laughs> and I literally bought the Dynasty. I yeah. bought that, and I bought Corrupt's album. Two thousand one. Yeah. Okay, so I was like ten. I bought that album, and I <laughs> no, bought. No, wasn't two thousand one, was it? I bought Corrupt's album too so. that same year. Him and corrupt and like mystical, and but you I was know like we bumping that shit. We always it talk about. <laughs> we always talk about like how like a lot of music, if you're going, it's relevant to a period that you were going through in your life at that right. at that time. Like you know, you can hear. I know for me, like I remember my son was born when Speaker Box Love Below came out. So I mean, we three, yeah. So that's we used one. we used to ride around like when he was a baby. I would ride him around, and that's what the fuck we would listen to. So like it means something to me because it was an important period in my life and like a lot of us had those albums that are like period pieces to you like facts when speaker yeah. box love below came out i was starting that uh comcast right so this is 03 and like i, I vividly was, remember watching that shit and with some of the friendships i made in that training class i still have today for you sure know what i'm saying and like that's like the soundtrack of when, when our when certain people relationships started i remember watching this shit on the in the training room in the class you know what yeah. i'm saying so like yeah that album, like, even when, like, Roses came out, like, I remember, like, walking, like, I was a bully in high school, so I used to be Chill walking out. behind people. Like, as peaceful and, like, as, like, politically correct and as accepting I am of people now, I was a fucking bitch in high school. I was, like, Regina George in high school. Like, something in my spirit changed the older I got. But I literally was, like, you know, walking behind bitches, like, stupid-ass bitch. <laughs> oh, weak-ass bitch. <laughs> oh, ho-ass bitch. Like, no one like the person you are now. Like, I can't even, I can't even correlate the two. I was a fucking cunt Like, right now, you'll be the one that's taking up for that person and whooping the other person's ass. Yeah, and I was literally that person. Like, I was literally, like... I feel like such a bitch because people will come up to me now and they'll be like, hey, Chantel, like, don't you remember me? We graduated together. And I'll be like, no. And I feel like a bitch because I know I didn't want to remember them when I was in high school. So I'll be like, oh, like, you know, what's going on in your life? Which, you know, trying to figure stuff out because like the person I am now is very different than the person I was then. I mean, it's all about growth. It is. It's all about growth. Growth. 
So looking at the uh, so how many for the people listening who haven't had a chance to listen yet, how many uh, do you call them songs? Tracks. How many tracks are on the album? Seven lucky numbers. Lucky okay. number seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what, also the number of completion. Yes. Now we just set up. We just sat through the listening section, so I know what your favorite bar is on the on the whole project. <laughs> yes. But what's your favorite uh, track on the on the project? My favorite track is probably "Darkness" because it's the most vulnerable I am. Darkness is about depression, and I, and I personify it on the track. So, like, it's definitely like my favorite track because okay. I feel like it's the deepest I went into my actual self to like show everybody like. It wasn't even to show everybody. It was just like a poem where I definitely went deep into like a moment in myself. Okay. When did you how long how long ago did you write that? Last summer. Last summer. Last summer I wrote that. You I was know, going through a lot of depression last summer. It's just really like I just don't have a good relationship with my parents. Like I went through a lot of stuff growing up and like everything. So last summer I was just at the, like this pivot in my life where I'm like, you know, like what's life mean? Like, why am I here? Like, what's going on? And it had me really deep and depressed. But I feel like once I was out of that, that was the strongest I've ever felt. Mm. Like, I literally woke up and I was like, bitch, you that bitch. Because how the fuck have you gone through all this shit and you only, like, 26? I was 26 last summer. I'm like, how are you only 26 and you went through all this shit? You have a purpose and you're living in it and we're going to get you through that. Mm. That's cold. I saw a meme earlier today. They be floating around like... Think about your worst fucked up day and whatever you had. You survived that you shit. T- you're here today. So, yeah. like, that shit, lo- you, you won. You know what yeah. I mean? I feel like a winner. And, like, when I listen to that poem and everything, it doesn't even take me back to that place. But, like, even when I'm feeling sad and shit be fucked up, I listen to that poem and I be like, you all right. Everything going to be good. Yeah. Like you said, the music or, or the poetry, you know, kind of reflects that growth in mm-hmm. who you were and where you are now. So we know the project is coming out the 27th. Yes. Right? All 27th on all streaming networks. Even Napster. Like when I uploaded shit my out. shit, they was like, nigga, your shit on Napster. I'm like, nigga, still use Napster? Napster yes. It's, it's still out? Yes. Is LimeWire You got to buy shit the, on Napster now. Is LimeWire no. still out? No, nigga. Uh, my shit ain't LimeWire. LimeWire gave too many If you LimeWire my shit, I'm going to find your address and beat your ass. Because <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, but like all streaming people, me and Beyonce get the same shit off streams. It's like point zero zero six cents. So if you LimeWire my shit, nigga, I'm going to beat your ass. You could have just DM'd me and asked me to email you my shit. But if you steal my shit off LimeWire, I'm going to fuck you up. Oh, I got a question. So you see your, like, the receipts, so yeah. to speak. Do titles pay more? Don't nobody pay more. Literally all streaming networks pay you point zero zero six cents off every stream. Mm-hmm. So it's all hype you've been selling us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we pay we pay the artists more more. You gotta be rich, I guess, maybe. Cause they ain't paying me shit yeah, more. You probably have a, you gotta have one of them exclusive Jay Z deals. You gotta be Taylor Swift. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, that's um, that's really dope. I, I enjoyed enjoy the project. Did it, did you make it a point to make the beats knock? You know, I'm gonna just be honest with you. I'm a hip hop head. Okay. So like the beats that attracted me were like I. Like, I really wish I could rap. Like, I think you can actually rap. 
everybody tells me that and like I just be like if you got the the poetry vibe like because it's they, like, they cousins when you writing I mean if you yeah. you know you understand bars and, and when I'm very very drunk I be freestyling so and no, be, being in be a freestyle and being able to write a rap is two different things. <laughs> but I've written raps and they suck. Oh, wow. So like I can freestyle or write poetry. There's nothing in between for me. Okay. So you're gonna freestyle at the the listening party if we get you drunk enough? Hell yeah, nigga! I love tequila. <laughs> put some tequilas on me and put on a nuck if you buck me, nigga. I'm in that bitch. Okay, we know that. We gonna nail you to the cross on that. I'm one. bringing the camera with me too, so note it. Bet. I will freestyle for all y'all. Okay. I've been freestyling for people off the nook if you bug beat since like 2008. So Freestyling, let's, let's poetry, getting drunk, and throwing ass yes. on September the 1st. And activism. Yeah. You know, okay. Period. I forgot uh, to sprinkle that in there. Right. Sprinkle sprinkle the slut walk on September 22nd at Palmer Park that I'm organizing. For real? Yes. Dead okay. Ass. Is it what is it called? Is it the shiny the hippie slut walk? No, it's the slut walk, and it's you still can't touch this. Consent is mandatory. Mm. Bam. I that sounds like something we need to be at. Please be there. September twenty sixth. Fuck it, why not? Yeah, yeah. Please yeah, be there. We're pulling up. So you did mention where you recorded the album at. Assemble sound. Um, can you talk about who produced some of the tracks? Okay, so Besi- besides yourself, yeah, I did Warrior Women. Mike Fresh Beats did Raindrops, and Hugh Wayne did Light Skin Nigga Complex. Um, damn, what are the other ones that had beats? I'm drunk. Um, he did Light Skin Nigga Complex. He did. Um, I have other poems, and I'm very drunk. All the other ones that had beats, Hugh Wayne did. Okay, so that's my little brother. He know I don't mean nothing by it. Yeah, he's actually the one who inspired me to do my tape. Like literally, because I've been talking about doing this tape, and this nigga sent me like fifteen beats. And when people put pressure on you, you either cave into the pressure or you do what the fuck you supposed to do. And then the music will motivate you. You know what I'm saying? You can't pressure the pen's pace. Sometimes yeah. you just need something to help spark that and to get the ex- spark of the motivation. I was literally like sitting one day. I was like blowed as hell, and I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, damn. Like, I'm just going over poems on the different beats, and I figured out what worked and what didn't. And I still have those beats, so next time I do a project, it'll probably be full of his beats again. And, like, for that, I am forever indebted in him because he really put the fire under my ass. And sometimes you need somebody to just be like, Facts. wake up. Like, nigga, you're great. Here. Mm. And that's exactly what he did for me. He was like, he literally in the email, it said, like, I can hear you on every single one of these beats. And he was right. I mean, but that's what a producer should be. They shouldn't yeah. just be sending you just a bunch of random ass beats. You work, you create a sound, mm-hmm. you find what fits you. You you tailor making, you know, a project, and you got to find what fits you perfectly. And like he did, darkness and everything. And when I like, he literally helped me create my sound for this project because I realized, like, you know, like I'm a hip hop head, so I'd be like, boom, like all that shit, like fuck with me. But it wasn't me because mm-hmm. I'm a poet. And he gave me these beats that kind of were reminiscent of like the type of hip hop I fuck with, and then the you're type a Waka fan. I, I am a Waka fan and a Gucci fan and a Gucci fan. Gucci is the Lord yes. and Savior of the trap. Period. And I'm, but I'm also like a Nas fan. Woo-hoo. I'm also an old Lil Kim fan. I'm also Biggie is my favorite rapper. I'm a Kendrick Say Lamar it again. fan. Okay. Like I don't give a fuck when nobody said I will beat your ass and give you a cockeye. Like, after that, you want to fight me over Biggie? Like, I'll do that. So, like, 
when he gave me those beats, it really made me sit down. Because, like, I appreciate everybody and everybody should get paid. But for him to send me 15 beats just off GP and be like, I hear you on these. Like, I had to sit down and be serious because the fact that you even loved me enough to gift me that and you believed in my art enough to gift me that, I fuck with you. So I have to produce something based on that, period. Definitely. So um, I think you're a dope person overall. You've written books. You're writing poems. You do blogs. You do the video. And now you got an actual... Activism, too. Don't, activism. Don't, don't lay that out. And now you put the poetry album out. Like, so what's left on your on your list of things? Like, I haven't done this yet, but this is something that I want to do, and I'm going to kill it. I want to be an actress. I feel like I got that shit, too. Okay. Because I bring the drama. <laughs> so, like, I feel like... Everybody tells me I'm extra. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I just feel like I have a lot more to give the world when it comes to my artistry. And I feel like I'm going to be an actress. I can do it. I can and dig it's going to happen. What, what what type of role do you envision yourself in? I just want to be... My life will be complete when I'm in a Detroit Hood movie that come on Amazon Prime and YouTube. Hmm. Okay, that's that's it. Like that's my goal. I just want to be in a Detroit ass hood movie. Like when I'm in a Detroit ass hood movie, I'm gonna feel like a star. You should be. Period. Because I watch them all. I do too. Two eleven, five zero. Like up. buffed up. Like no, put buff me. Up. Buff up is like it's a great Friday movie Junior to me. It's I know a that's great. a I know that's a giant thing. Two eleven is one of my favorite fucking movies. Fuck all that. At, at the end of the movie, when you find out it was his brother that was doing all that bullshit, I was like, this is Oscar worthy. God, this shit. Because I did twist. not expect that. Talking about twists. And I'm and I'm a writer, so I be expecting all the plot twists. Yeah. Like, I be figuring shit out on American Horror Story, you know, Benjamin Button. Plug I figured Love that shit was kind of twisted. Plug twisty. Love was amazing. Like, put me in a Detroit Hood movie, yeah. and I'm a star. I like Period. to be in a Detroit Hood movie and cash doll be... Yeah, Giving you a lap dance. My, my love interest. I love cash, though. Man, so uh, August the 27th, uh, which is uh, Monday. Monday for you niggas listening right now. I need you to go to all your streaming platforms. Well, this, this episode will drop on Saturday. So, yeah. so you'll have enough time to get your shit ready. Facts. And go ahead and download it on Monday. Yeah, and two of the songs are available now. Well, two of the tracks are available now. Right now. Um, so stream them shits. So on Monday when you get it, it's seven tracks. So it's not you're not gonna be listening to it for like an hour. So that means you put that bitch on repeat and just let that Period. bitch eat. I mean, you gotta support your folks. People get played off stream. So before you go to sleep, turn your volume down, put that bitch on repeat, and let people eat. Yeah. Period. And then on the first, we at L Club. Yes. Shop Talk Podcast will be in the building. Fuck yes, yeah. my niggas acting a goddamn fool. I found them on the Detroit Podcast hashtag. Mm. So those hashtags I made up work. They they work. They work. <laughs> That's why we hashtag every fucking thing. Facts. I gotta talk to you about how you get your hashtag. You're not doing it right. Who, me? Yeah. Who who first of all, who the fuck had the audacity to speak my name? No, I'm saying I go back and change your hashtags. Oh, when when I post the shit? Yeah. Um we talk offline. Yeah, I <laughs> I know what you're talking about though. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. All right, whatever. Uh I put more effort into it, I guess, nigga. Anyway, uh, go listen to the fucking project, Flower Child. Could we have her? You got to get on right now because this is one of those things where niggas blow up and you be like, "Oh, I used to, I used to, I used to go to school." Like, no, just get on the get on the bandwagon now. Yeah, period. And support, support. Like I might that. get your nails done if you do that. 
when I get started getting money. Like, I might cash up you some shit for your nails. That's funny. Like, hit me up and be like, bitch, I need a fill-in. I, I, might, I might accept a request. I might I hit might. that. Hit, yeah. Okay. I'll send you $25. Hey, you never know. Uh, for people that are not familiar with you, where can they find you on social media? I'm only going to give people my Instagram because my Twitter is too wild. So, the hippie, T-H-E-H-I-P-P-I-E. If you find my Twitter, bitch, that's on you. (laughs) Period. And I'm not going to give you my Facebook because. No, no. Facebook's way too personal. Facebook is so personal. My auntie be like, here you go with your shitty ass diaper. I'd be like, damn, bitch, take this picture down. (laughs) Untagged. Yeah. <laughs> Untag me, Untagged, period. Like Blocked. Thing. Bitch, so, you know, blocked got, from I my page. I got to say that word. You can't post nothing on my wall. Without, without my approval. Yeah. Like, like, I took my wall down years ago because I got into some I shit. I did too. Now you can't post nothing on my wall. It, it asked me, like, is, do you want this? And I, I'm like, My Untagged. boyfriend now was, like, arguing with my boyfriend then. No, <laughs> see, that's, that's why I ain't got no wall. Ooh. I got into some wild shit. I was like, yeah, it's probably best if this bitch goes away. Yeah. But you can't tag me on shit without my approval. You can't post shit on my page without my approval. And don't don't try and look for me on Facebook. You can always look for me on these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> or this dick. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> Shana, we appreciate you coming out. I love you. Uh, as we say, and we honestly mean it, the door is always open whenever you do something you know we fucking with you. Facts. So. My niggas, y'all literally, every time I was like, damn, I'm not about to do this EP, I'm like, these niggas invited me back. I got to do it. Yeah. So I did. We, we so sl- y'all motivated me. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Do we get some like- Shop Talk Podcast, get a, um, some, we got to be in the credits in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, sure. But when I, <laughs> when I drop my project, we, we got to get you on there some yeah. type of way. Feature me as these nuts. You know what? Uh, I might stay away from that. Yeah, but you know, uh, certain <laughs> albums when they when they start off, they having the uh, the person doing the poetry and shit. You know, what I'm saying to kick off the albums. And I shit. don't want to do the poetry. I want to be the nigga like Dame Dash. Like, <laughs> yeah, nigga, we back. There's definitely all y'all gonna, hoes. There's definitely gonna be more than enough room for that type of shenanigans. All right, I just don't let me be my. Let me be Chantel. Don't let me be Shawnee. We see all, all that we got to do to bring the bring the ratchet out is have enough Don Julio. Facts close by and if you it starts tequila, seeping out. Yes, man, I'm scared of tequila. Though. I love it. Ice cold, ice fucking cold. I'm a vegetarian. I'm literally like 45 pounds lighter than I was on y'all show last year, and half of it is because I only drink tequila. Is tequila like ve- and the other tequila is only five calories a shot? Okay. But you stop. Damn. But you stop eating meat. That's really that is also true. <laughs> <laughs> I did stop eating meat and I like walk like four miles a day. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's so, just throw that part in there. So it's not just. <laughs> it's not just tequila. I'm not that much of a drug. I was like, damn, she didn't dis- discover something bre- groundbreaking. <laughs> no, on that's not true. I don't eat meat and I walk like four miles a day. Oh, yeah, I well. Think that, that's a, a lot to do with it. <laughs> it Along with five calories and a shot of tequila. That's funny. Dang, you're so just mad. Uh, damn going wild. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Tell your mama to follow me. Uh, Jay Johnson, 313 on everything that matters. Most importantly, follow Shop Talk Podcast, Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Go to the website, shoptalkpod.com, because we got a couple yes. other podcasts that's on there, and it's some fire yes. content. Yeah. And, um, Including Mindfucks. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm PH. Not, I'm not saying that we the Rockefeller podcast, but y'all we are, are Dang. You know? Hell yeah. Um, if y'all need me to be the Memphis bleak and start pistol whipping niggas, I got y'all. You the tie tie the crew in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take this charge. Right.
No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out.